<laughs> so just to recap from last time, uh, we did uh, at the concept meeting, that's where we first met, mm -hmm. that we came back with the technician and walked around and uh, did a little survey of yeah. all the equipment. Uh, I, I'll share with you when we get to the equipment inventory part, I've got, there's some places that'll say we'll get as far as serial numbers and model numbers, mm -hmm. because I think there were some, after I went back, there might be some air handlers that I didn't see in the office area. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know if they're just in the ceiling and he didn't know where they were. Or, I, I, I missed them, I'm not quite sure, but okay. I definitely know that I missed some because of all the condensing units outside. Yeah. When I was trying to line them up with what year they might be. I got you. Okay. Which partner goes with which kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there were some that I was missing, but I know that they're there. It's just a matter of, uh, I don't have all those serial numbers, but uh, a brief overview. So we, in the physical assessment, I'll share some photos of that. I think some things that we noticed. The financial assessment, uh, I don't have much to show you there as far as power bills and things like that, but uh, recommendation, we do have a recommendation for you guys toward the uh, end of the, uh, all this. And then co-author a scope. Uh, if it looks like something that you want to move forward with, we can work together on, hey, take this out, add this. Okay. Uh, I've got some, there might be some opportunities there if, if you don't want certain pieces of equipment in there. Then we talked about those older, yeah, older, units, uh, yeah. older units, but uh, they still look like they're running. They're running so, like how, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, but I, yeah, I think you said about 60%. Yeah. Uh, and then agree on the next steps, and it could be something that you say, I'm not interested, then I just go on down the road. But that is, you know, finding an agreement on what might the next step be if it's starting October, first of the year, right? Figure out all that. And then in order to show our, our franchise, that's link service there again, just to, that's really what sets us apart that, we're, that makes us uh, unique. Uh, all the processes and procedures. If you remember from the concept meeting, we talked about this. This is just to show you that if you want me to help you one day with the owning and operating costs, I, I would just get the numbers from you. And normally we plug it in right here on this uh, on this side. We plug in what you're actually paying for parts, materials, contracted services, and then whatever solution we come up with, it kind of compares. Okay, well. What's the difference in that? How does that work out? That's what we mean by a financial analysis that sometimes people want to do it later on or sometimes if it looks like this makes sense and they want to have this for presenting it to higher up management, we can put together this for you and work with you. So the objectives, when we talked last time, you mentioned that it, you know the environment back there was a big deal in your interview or when you came on board, that was one thing that they drilled in. Like, hey, you know, that's that's the main concern is make sure that we, uh, and, and I asked about employee retention, you know, keeping people because it's a good place to work. Yeah. Uh, Provide a proactive approach to address an unplanned major re repair. So when those compressors go out, things like that, we're trying to provide you with a better way. Uh, uptime and reliability minimizing the headaches of you and your team. I know you said labor was an issue. Tr trying to, you got a lot going on here. <laughs> you have a ton going on. So, uh, and as, as I was 
walking around with the gentleman. I, I was like, I'm not trying to get into your sandbox here. I'm, I'm trying to augment what you're working on. Yeah. So you can, he's like, man, have it all. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then reduce the utility bill and operating costs. That's obviously, it comes with it and then improving the working environment. So we have three programs that I want to share with you in like a good, better, and best option that some people, it makes more sense to just do the better. Some, some folks want to do a lot of it in-house and just choose the good option. But if we start with the best, that includes a quarterly test and inspect of all the equipment, going around each piece once a quarter. The preventative maintenance, so that's cleaning everything properly. All of the, uh, it, it's full coverage, so any kind of troubleshooting or repairs or service calls that we'd have to come out, all that's included. So there wouldn't be any additional cost if a compressor goes out, motors go out, uh, obviously belts and things like that. But that's, that's what we call the full coverage program and it, it provides ease to budget, you know, what it's going to be all year. Um, the better program, it, it's got the quarterly test and inspect of all the equipment, it's got the preventative maintenance, but if there is a, a service call or something needs to be fixed, we'd simply say, hey Jeff, this needs to be fixed, and you would then have to get a quote from us, and then, right. and so yeah, it, like as far as providing the best uptime and reliability where we don't skip a beat, the best program covers that. Uh, there are places like hospitals where they can't go down, right. where that whole PO process of, okay, what's it going to cost to do that? Yeah. It makes more sense to just get the wheels in motion when we see things starting to fail. We replace it so it doesn't fail. Right. Um, but I fully understand that you guys might not even entertain the best program. Uh, I, I don't know. We'll, I'm going to present it anyway, and we can yeah. talk about it. Uh, and then the good is where we test and inspect once a quarter. If we see a piece of equipment needs to be cleaned, we'll say, hey, Jeff, this one is due for a PM, and then we'll bill you at the standard hourly rate and just treat it like a service call. But the PM is not included on a normal procedure. So uh, I started in the front and worked my way around. We started up here, uh, and this will kind of be the order of the photos. I, I went around, I did the chiller first, and then we came around, looked at these, uh, and then made our way up to some of these on the inside just to kind of show you how the photos are laid out. So to start with this chiller, uh, these are all the things that need to be done on an annual basis for the chiller. Uh, and I'm not going to read it all just for the sake of time here, but there's a lot that goes into keeping that thing up and running. I, I remember you saying that most of the headaches come from this water-based system. Uh, we can come back to this. Some of the coils there, uh, I want to just bring your attention to. Pretty, pretty caked. The thing about this is, though, the way that these these coils are, you can't use chemicals because the chemicals will just eat them up. Yeah. Um, so that's a uh, what I'm wanting to present to you is let your guys clean them on a regular basis, but once a year, let our guys c come in and do an annual. <coughs> PM on it, uh, but it might get to where you guys want to do it every other week or once a month, just hit it with the hose, but 
having another set of eyes out there to, to clean it, I think it kind of helps fall into complacency sometimes. Right. If you're cleaning this same equipment every week, you, you, you don't think about certain parts. I wanted to show you this one. It was making a loud, vibrating noise um, that I can share with you later. But yeah. that's the pump that's pushing the water into the air handlers. Uh, got some things sucked into the grate there. Uh, it, it didn't look like it was just one area that was being missed. It looked like it was pretty much all around. That's why I was showing these different photos. Uh, going on to this piece of equipment, I showed our service manager. I was like, what's going on here? He said, this is from pressure washing. You can see where they took the pressure washer. It, it'll lay them over every time. And that pretty much ruined those coils. But it, it didn't, you know, this area over here, though, has not been cleaned. And that kind of makes sense with the pressure washer theory. Right here by the door, these got laid over. Uh, and, and, and then you know, once they're laid over, they get clogged up real easily but toward the back here in the back uh, it looked like they hadn't been hit with the pressure washer but they might be still clogged need to be cleaned and it was running when we went there uh, yeah those are, those are running that, that actually that one there is one of them I want to replace um, at least that one uh -huh. and this is coming here I can get that pushed through it's a big boy yeah and I mean it's just because the lead time is going to take forever right so, Sure. If I can get it in the fall, hopefully by the spring, we <laughs> get right. it installed. You know? Absolutely. And and there could be some things that we could do as far as just a good solid cleaning with your chemical cleaning in there uh, to try to while you have it running running as efficiently as, as possible. But I did, like we said, it excluded that for now. This was your brand new seventy five ton. I did notice. We probably could just duck this all out a little bit because it's yeah. a nice puddle there and the, the people are trekking. Um, so he mentioned that you guys have to use these bagged filters because the suction is so great that it sucks the, you know, it, it pulls the regular filters back to the coils. And when I was sharing that with our technician, uh, I'm not sure what's going on there. If that's an issue or not, it just looks kind of like something's hanging. Yeah. I'm sure. But what I want to make sure you know is, I think that the we believe the velocity of the suction is caused by the return duct. That it needed to be this whole unit needed to be about ten inches higher because they're capped it off, capped it off at the bottom, and they either needed to make a transition piece or you know bring it into here. But you're, the reason why, I, and I talked with our project and installation team to get their opinion on this, and they said, oh yeah, that'll create an incredible amount of suction to where those filters just can't take it and they get sucked through. Uh, regular filters I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So I know this was probably in the works before you got here. Yeah. Um, we can talk about if it's worth fixing right now or not, but this is a brand new unit, you know. It, it shouldn't be, shouldn't be having those issues. Um, that's the 40 ton. 
this P trap's not really doing a P trap with it hanging like that. It might need to be tightened up a little bit. Uh, and, and that, of course, causes it to not drain properly. Yeah. Causes the water to build up in there, the condensation to build up inside. When you cut it off or when it stops and cycles, then all the water rushes out because yeah. it's, yeah. it's on the on the negative side of the unit. And this looked like it was, you know, for it to be a brand new unit. So it was wrapped, but there's no weather seal. It looked like it's still loose. I would encourage you guys to weather seal that. Um, of course, we can help with that, but I, that's on the brand new 40 ton there. This is the older, older 40 ton. Again, it looked like the pressure washed is what happened. And that's why they all got laid over like that. Got to keep the pressure washer away. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. Trying to save some time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, th this was disconnected. I don't know if they were planning on piping it further away, but the condensate line there was disconnected. It looked like we had some white stuff growing here in the back that could be eliminated. Uh, just wanted to draw your attention to that. I'm um, not sure if that just needs to be rewrapped or re. Again, it's the older it's the older unit. I'm just trying to show you what I think could be potential problems. But like they poked holes in that, maybe because of water getting caught up in there, uh, and then that's a crack could be leaking. If not, just resealed. So then when we got into the building, this was in the break room. Uh, I say break room, that's what I called it, but it, it's right there before you get to the, um, before you get to that, that one. Remember the one where we had to open up the wood? Yeah, that's up, yeah, up there. Correct. Mm -hmm. So there's a room, you go in where the big TV is, yeah. if you keep going to the right, yeah, there's so that room. Little locker room. Little locker room, right. Yeah, little locker room. I got on the ladder and we got up there, it was standing water. So what that tells us is that this, uh, it was still, it was draining out of here, but the, the primary coming straight out of the uh, unit is clogged and it was overflowing into the drain pan. It looked like it had happened before. I was really, I didn't even open up the machine because I was worried that yeah, I might leave with, uh, you know, worse than I found it kind of thing. Yeah. So, I, and I, I told him that when I was up there, I was like, I don't really feel comfortable opening up this, this piece. That probably is an older unit. Yeah, from my understanding it is, it's been there since, which I've only been here a little over here, so yeah, sure. Um, but if we put these tablets in the, the drain pans, mm -hmm. that'll help. Um, not allow those buildups to happen. And, and that was just showing it's gotta be, it's clogged here, which makes sense because there's no real way to clean it out. Yep. And, and it's it's then overflowed into here. Uh, th this is an example of it. I, the tape was like that, but I was gonna try to get a picture of the coil, but I couldn't. Yeah. I didn't really feel comfortable opening it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we will once we get into that, if it's something you want us to help you with, obviously we get in there and get it straightened out. But, so this one, the filter was, had caved in and it was solid. Uh, that was that, that brand new unit in the break room. 
these air handlers are massive. Uh, I did notice these two fans under them, right here, right here. I'm not sure if that's because this large unit, this the older unit, should be putting out air right down on top of that. No, they actually had. Um, or if that's even related, we moved. No, as um, they had it right across from that, like to the left of that. Is our manual welding area was two guys manually welding stuff. Wow. They actually had two stations over there. We moved all that away because we we don't do much manual welding anymore. So we had a lot of stations that we didn't. It's all robotics. So, yeah. So those fans okay. were there just to cool the guys when yeah. they were welding and never got moved. No problem. I totally understand. Uh, this one was. Uh, So look like it's not aligned properly, and as part of our annual inspection, we replaced belts, and you can see that the flap, and you can almost see the metal of the belts. I don't know that that's been replaced uh, recently, but I would encourage you to laser line those, or let us laser line them for you, and and then uh, replace them annually. So the chilled water treatment. Do you guys do any kind of chilled water treatment? We don't. Okay. Uh, it is a closed loop. And when you're introducing new water into it, uh, it, it's introducing oxygen. And it's not as crucial as if you had a boiler, right. but it's the same thought process in that there's dissolved gases, there's scale and deposits that can build up over time. Um, it, it, it is a closed loop, so it's not like we're, it's not like you have a cooling tower out there that's right. exposed to the elements, but the, the need is still there to have we don't do that in-house. We sub it out just for liability purposes because that's get the water off and it's, oh, yeah. a, it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. uh, but I would, I didn't ask this last time, but when I was prepared for this, I was like, you know, we, we didn't really talk about if they had chiller water treatment. Yeah, the only thing we do is, you know, is glycol. Okay. But, you know, but glycol. from a efficiency standpoint, minimizing downtime and all the things that go with maintenance, we really should talk about that. If nothing else, take a sample and have them come out and just take a sample and uh, see what the water sample says. So we took off this panel here on the side and we're able to get in there and see that they're not using filters now, they're just washing it down, which they're pretty clean. And, and if that's what he thinks is the best way to go about it, um, we can use chemicals on these coils though, and I would encourage you guys once a year to, to at least do a thorough cleaning chemically and, and not just the water. Because you can still you can see he's still got some stuff, you know, holding up there. But on an overall, I mean he's doing a great job. <laughs> you know, he's got a lot going on, a lot to maintain. I did notice that piece looked pretty rough. Wasn't sure if he had a leak there or something. It looked like it had been ripped off. <clears throat> We went into this break room, it was 82, it should have been 65. I noticed they had a fan set up. Yeah, that one is... You know which room, which room yeah. we're talking about? It's that room right there. That covers that break room, the two restrooms just behind that. Okay. And that unit, the restrooms are nice and cool. That room there, I don't know if it's because of all of the condensers on those 
vending machines can create a lot of heat or what, but it always seems like it's warmer there. But the restrooms are nice and cool. Does this, yes. does this system go into it? Yes. Okay. So when we talk on the phone, this is the one that we're not using, right? Yes. Okay. That, that one goes up there. But this is the one that I think goes into that it room. Does. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know which condenser that's linked to on the. I think it's on the roof. It's the middle one. So yeah. As soon as actually, it's the big one. The big so one. Okay. Go up. Yeah. Good point. All right. I'm glad you said that. I'll come back to that. So this is the QA lab, QC lab. Mm -hmm. I thought this was a hilarious. You seen their condensate method? Uh, Check it out. So they got it in a, they got it coming down into a, wow. into a little paint can or, or a bottle or something. Uh, so that's your unit you were just talking about, that, that first one? Yes, that's it. Okay. So when we got inside there, this might be exactly why it's not keeping it cool. I don't think you get the proper flow in those cools. They haven't been cleaned in a while. Lots of little growth there happening, little growth there happening. But that will definitely provide more airflow to that break room. Mm -hmm. uh, and then this is this is what we call the exterior filters, so that or, or economizer filters yeah, when they yeah. uh, pull it in the outside area. That was clogged on that unit there. So I think your problem with that break room issue is simply let's get these cleaned and, yeah. and uh, chemically clean them and get them squared away shore them up there's no air going and with the fall coming you really want to be able to use those right yeah and those are washable so we can wash them off and get, get them straight for you the other two units um, this is the first one we come to the it's really having to work overtime and it's not as efficient as it could because the all the insulation's off of it. Right. So it's it's cooling it down yeah. and then it's losing heat or a losing coolant temperature. You can see there there's no insulation going on. So it gets it really cold and then it's just it's probably a lot warmer than it needs to be when it gets to the air handling. Yeah. Normally on our our quarterly inspections, we get in there with a, a dry paintbrush and, and get all those spider webs out of there because that'll mess up the electrical contactors. Unit 16, that's a real old unit there. Um, it had some insulation issues as well, but also was not, hadn't been cleaned in quite a while. I'm not sure if they even use them now. Uh, I think it was running. Was it running? Okay. If it's cooling, I'm not sure, but <laughs> it looked like it was running. But the, obviously needs a good cleaning yeah uh, that was the cool there looked, looked like a pressure washer mm -hmm. yeah where they just you tell it went straight down this was the maintenance office you were in there working that day um it didn't look like their handling was working at the time i didn't have a big ladder for the sake of time we didn't get up there i don't know if you found I yesterday. what was wrong with it you know so what switch in the Cut it off. Uh, wonder why it was leaking into the float switch. Was well, the P-trap plug? Yeah, that was uh, another one of those. It's like a uh, jury kind of 
down like shine up and that was really the first time I looked at it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I felt bad when I left there after we got the car. I was halfway home. I was like, you know, I didn't offer to help it with that. But no, I mean, it, 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 you know, it came back on. So it was okay. like right there at the, what's the, it back away, evaporated enough in the yeah. drain pan that we cut back home. Um, and one of the things that I haven't mentioned yet, in those long runs of the condensate lines, we like to shoot um, CO2 down them. Mm -hmm. I've never seen that or not. Yeah. Well, I take the, the uh, just take it apart, shoot it down, and a lot of times you can clean right there at the P trap, but yeah. there's a long run yeah, that could easily get stopped up. And you don't know it until it's not working. So this is the other big unit, 26. The reason why I took this picture is because it looked like there's electrical conduit. You might want to work on that. Or, um, and this looked like it came off somewhere on the unit, but I'm not sure. No telling. That looked like um, the coils need to be cleaned on it, and we can chemically clean those, which is what we normally do. The outdoor air um, needed to be cleaned real well, pretty stuffed up. Uh, th this was a little video I had to show. I'm not sure if that was, I, I don't think it was from the wind out there. I think it was <laughs> a little leak. That, can, that needs to be shored up there. And then of course, fixing insulation. Just to make it more efficient, so yeah. So this was an interesting troubleshooting. Um, there, there was excessive dripping, like you walk under this little area mm -hmm. and it was dripping on me, hit my head, you know, and I was like, what in the world? It was just dripping a, a lot more than it should. Then we noticed this was pushed up mm -hmm. and we don't think Hey, have you ever noticed that? Yes, I did. Okay. Mm -hmm. We, just talking amongst the three of us, we did not believe that a forklift pushed it up. No. Because a forklift wouldn't be over there, put, you know, that far. It could have happened, but that was, it looked like it had been pushed up. It's so powerful, mm -hmm. or so pushed. Um, but what we're, what we concluded was when they installed it, they only cut one brick. So you've got what needs to be a 20 inch uh, return and so th there's an incredible amount of pressure because they only cut into one brick is what we could see from where we could see so it's like it's bottlenecking like a venturi almost right. uh, and it's pulling that it's pulling that all the way up and, and, and that's causing it to cycle and then causing it to uh, be overly cold now the coals were cleaned, everything looked fine inside. It, I think a it's a brand new, new unit. Yes, a brand new unit. It looked like it was very new, um, based on the serial number. But that's an install issue that we need to just decide if we want to address or not. But what that means though, Jeff, is it's not cooling in the office that it's intended to cool right. properly. It's not getting the flow so it's it's over it's overworking and that's why it's causing it to condensate like crazy. I went outside. I had a little bit of a hard time. Well, I, I didn't succeed at matching up each of these <laughs> with where the air handlers are. It was a little challenge. Uh, I did notice that we could shore up these insulation pieces. We've got lines that are old. 
electrical line, looked like it was exposed there. Wasn't sure what's, what this was about. One of these, I think, is not in use anymore, and they just, that's before my time. Okay. And they just, just took it loose. I, I don't know. Gotcha. <laughs> I saw that before. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know. Uh, so that's the one that's the new That's the one you were just showing me. Oh, tied to the air handler? Mm -hmm. That's the new air handler. Okay. Which that makes sense. So here, it's it's causing a lot of efficiency loss. Uh, and that would simply be a, a there. You know, it's not, it, it needs to be insulated. And I was like, what's all this water here? Uh, it's brand new. And I think it's just having to work overtime and condensating. It's trying to force it through that little square, that, that block that you guys cut out. Uh, but that's not normal. Uh, it really shouldn't be condensating yeah. at the condensing unit. So uh, this, I tried to zoom in on the on this shot here, and you could tell like. It's cool. It's probably cooling it down, but it's losing a lot of cooling without that being insulated. So let's talk about three different options here. So the the best option for forty two hundred and seventeen dollars a month, all all the equipment, all the motors, all the compressors would be covered. Uh, we would do the PMs. We'd do troubleshooting. For eleven hundred and seventeen dollars a month, you would get the better program. So, so that's where we would come out once a quarter, once a year, we would do the annual cleaning. But if something needed to be repaired or fixed, we would just let you guys know, tell you what it'll cost. You get the approval and uh, we roll on down and fix it. Uh, the, the good program is where we would come once a quarter. If you guys wanted to do all the PM yourself, but still wanted to have us on standby, and from a service call standpoint, for $725 a month, we would come out once a quarter, do all the tests and inspect of everything and, and keep you guys posted on what needs to be cleaned the most. Right. Uh, I, because you guys are in the groove with filter changes, I, don't, I didn't put filter changes right. in here. Yeah. I, it's yeah. just too much. Mm -hmm. it, it'd be way out of the ballpark, I think. Yeah. Because they did very quick. Actually, the one you showed was basically already in place. Yep. Well, I pulled it out. And he said, "Just leave it right here. I'll, I'll go." Yeah, he did. He changed it out. So, I, I, and I want you to know, he, th there's a lot of facility guys I've walked around with that don't care. He cares. Oh yeah, he cares. He, he cares. And that's really good. And that was really uh, affirming to see. Because not a, a lot of times you, they just, I'm here till five, you know. <laughs> but he had. He really had a. Ownership. Yeah, uh, he's one of the, one of my better ones. That's why I, I, I he's told right him. Front of edges, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, but I mean that, that's yeah, that's my yeah. fix anything. You know, <laughs> one of those kind of guys. Yeah. But that's what I meant about when I had about halfway through the survey, I was like, I just want you to know, I'm not trying to take because I was taking photos of things that I knew he cleaned, and I was trying well, not. They actually don't do a phone. They, they they share them. So yeah, okay. But I didn't want it to be yeah. like, I had one facility guy that he was like, that's my boiler, that's my chiller. He was very possessive about it. And, and when I started getting in there taking photos, he was kind of like, it's like someone going into your backyard 
taking photos. <laughs> but, um, so let's come back to this because I wanted to show you two more things. So this is what we talked about in the concept meeting about that green line would be the best program where you, you wouldn't have any additional cost except if there was a leak in a coil or something that wasn't a movable part, but all the compressors and things. That's, that's that, that model that we have through the franchise that not a lot of competitors out there can offer. Um, but a lot of our people that really value that uptime and reliability, they need that steady mm -hmm. uh, model. If there were any questions about what all was included, I was gonna come back to that. Now, I wanted to show you this piece here. So our normal process is step one, shore up the systems. So that goes back to that unit on the top that was you know, going to the break room that was hot. Let's, let's take what you got and make sure it's working the best that it can work before we come in and make improvements. Right. Uh, establish a performance baseline. So at the startup, we like to get everything par, to get everything working, and then assess and make, recommenda make recommendations and then execute the improvements. So as we talk about, hey, this, the, we've cleaned everything the best that can be cleaned. It might be time to put another unit over here or change this one out. That's kind of our, okay. we don't just walk in here making suggestions about put a new unit over there, a new unit over here. It's all about the PM first. Um, the only thing I wanted to call out here, this is our, our mentality is don't let things break. A lot of our people that I, I run into in the field that, that have the mindset of let's do a low PM price and make our money on the repairs and make our money on the, on the service calls. Or unit replacements. Our our mentality is let's try to keep it up and running, so that you don't have to call us. Our the main thing here I wanted to show was you know we have 82 technicians in six locations across the state, so we're we're constantly in this area. Uh, a two-hour service call is about the time that it takes. If if you call at three in the morning, something goes down that's the longest window of time that it would take somebody to get out here it's two, two hours which is pretty stellar a lot of guys are oh, yeah, 24 48 hours we'll get to you but uh, with, with our contract clients that's what we say is you know two hours our contract clients go first and then again yeah. other folks are after that as far as a service work order system we have it's all computerized we present this to you at, at the end of our um, at the end of the PM. Mm -hmm. You'll have a portal that you can log into and view everything that we've done with that unit. So if there's any, if ever any question from any kind of senior management or anything that says, hey, yeah. what's the history on that piece? You know, we can pull when it was cleaned last, when something was done last. Uh, and you'd have access through our portal to, to get in there and look at all that. But it's all computerized tasking. So when they show up to do the task or to do the PM, they actually have to check off that yes, they changed the belts. Yes, they check, clean the coils. And then we have a, uh, a, a supervisor that would come by afterwards and check. Ray would be checking on Tyler uh, on a regular basis to make sure that he's actually doing it. And so, some of this area here is the area clean. So we could help you with the trash issue right. in some of those spots. <laughs> and then that's a constant battle. This is a snapshot of your equipment inventory. So 
being the franchise that we are, we're not just shotgunning, you know, at the hip, coming up with pricing. It's all based on serial number, model number, size of the equipment, the amount of condenser fans, the amount of supply fans, the horsepower. So part of the survey, a crucial part was to come up with this. And so this is page one, one two, three, four. Um, the one thing I'll say is these are the air handlers that I got like four of them, three or four, but I, I didn't know where to, where to match them to. Um, so for example, like this is my, this is my notes here when I was trying to look at all the photos and get all the serial numbers. These are the splits. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's the splits. These are all the package units. Um, well, these are the these are the condensing units, or I mean the uh, air handlers that I found. So three of them I found out of the seven. And my concern is they're in they're in the office tile somewhere mm -hmm. that we, that somebody doesn't know about. But I could be wrong. Yeah, that should only be this half of the building is the one up in the little closet. Okay. The little wood thing office. that you opened yeah. up? Okay. Uh, the engineering side is the one that's got the, the one just yep. replaced recently. Gotcha. That's what I have for this. The upstairs is the one in the locker room, just does that locker room that you were saying. The locker room with the um, had the water in the pan. Yes, yes. That just does that locker room, and then the where is the sodium. the condenser for that's out front? It should be out front. Somewhere. Okay, I don't know what number that is. Right. So that's probably one of them that maybe I'm not sure which one would be that. Okay, and then um, the break room, which is kind of weird, but the break room straight upstairs, um, the hallway, and the large conference room, the big TV, that. Air handlers right above the table. We missed that one. Okay, that one. That's in the TV room. It gives them that. That's the yeah, the big TV room. That's our large conference room. It feeds us right above the end table, right beside the uh, the vent, the return. Okay. Um, and that's like a split ceiling. I don't know how that. It's weird. It's super weird. <laughs> but it's like they put a ceiling on top of the ceiling. Um, but that one feeds pretty much the whole area up here except for that locker room. Gotcha. And I think that one, well I know that one, is the large condensing unit right beside the wall. Okay. The furthest one that way is right. that one. Okay. I think that's number, I'm not sure. Yeah. That's the TV room, the one you're talking yes. about. Any other ones? That should be all in this area. Um, the one condenser unit outside that had the wire taken loose, I think they did away with that one. 
nothing to see, and it was in the computer or IT room, which is upstairs, a little smaller room, and they have the uh, server room, like a little closet. These I thought the two, mini split did that. Yeah, yeah. those two mini splits, uh, I think they, they installed those two to replace that one that was over here that had the wire. So they just didn't. That, that's my oh, okay. conclusion on it because I looked for that one too a long time ago when I first started here. I was like, what's going on? Where's this go? Okay. Yeah, I was trying to get my bearings on everything. Sure. So I think that one's, that actually doesn't exist. If they removed that, we didn't remove the condensing unit for whatever reason. A lot of stuff's kind of halfway done. I hit that one. That one. I don't remember it running, but yeah. the, it's, the power's on. Yeah, that's what I, that does surprise me. Somebody probably went out there and thought it should be on. But this one is, of course, for the one in the closet. The, the oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. And then this one, like I said, is for the TV room. This one is the newest one. Yeah, the suction. The, yeah. And then that one. Yeah, they told me there was like an office down there or something and they did away with it because that's right outside of where our shop area was. I think that was tied to that old air handler up in the, in the crack we said. Yeah, yeah. that kind of makes it's right above it, I think. Okay. So this 122, you're saying that's your office, that's, that's the, the maintenance, maintenance office. office. Then there's a 25. Um, this is 12. Bear with me one second. This is kind of a puzzle. I don't know, but I know we got.
outside this door for upstairs? Yeah. Okay. Because it passed Was there one that put it in here, but didn't have enough room because the original one that went out was up in that ceiling the same way. Okay. And it's still there because you couldn't get it out. They actually, it was like they put it in there and put a ceiling in there. Really? You could not get it out. I just told him not to worry about it. <laughs> about to do some cutting. And the other thing was I couldn't find, we really couldn't find the air returns for uh, that, that one that was sucked up. We, we looked and looked and looked and looked. It's like we found maybe one in HR or something. This one that was theory was there was a filter that hadn't been changed in a long time that was clogged possibly that was causing that to be sucked in there like that yeah called it the push well, they, they change them like every other week and they probably haven't changed them yet but right beside that is a door to your engineering there's yep. one return like right above that first desk and then there's one just down from there that's the only two that i know of Oh, is that the two? That's all that there are for that. Well, for that, I saw those returns, but I thought there was surely another one that I know of. And the guys that do it, um, they they have fallen behind on these filters, and they know it. And I'm trying not to get on too bad because we've been so busy. But I know, uh, sure, they yeah, we have to stay on top of our filters in here. Unfortunately, it doesn't exist such an environment we have. No question. Okay, well, if there's only those two returns, and yeah. it was, we were like, you know, there's got to be a clog return somewhere that's on down yeah. in, the, in the office well, sections. To be they, honest with you, I noticed that after they put that new unit, it wasn't like that. When they installed it, it, it was fine, and then you're saying it got sucked up. Well, so what happened was the guys that go do our service, they, the, uh, it wasn't cooling and it came out and the uh, compressor was gone. It was shot. So we're like, hey, we're like, brand new. No, 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 no. The, the old unit oh. was in there. Gotcha. And then after they put a new one in, I noticed that. Yeah. Well, if you look at it, our technician was like, so if it's if it's eight inches tall, it's one block and maybe the second block, but then this is pushing up. You know, you're getting 40% of the block that it has to, to, to flow. You're not even getting the whole one block, you know what I mean? It's, it's a reduced, yeah. <laughs> it's a reduced size of the reduced size, which is alarming. So, I, yeah. we can deal with that, you know, like you said, it's a marathon, not a sprint. That was just a little bit of a, wow. 
That's weird. Yeah, there's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of wows around here. Well, talk to me about what you're thinking as far as the programs. If you, if you can lean toward one or if it. Well, I mean, I would love to lean toward the, the best and being able to talk. You know, I had to basically present all those products to my general manager when I get everything together. Because mm -hmm. um, he's the, the final decision. And I saw how you broke it down, you know, like monthly installments or whatever like that with the, the 40, 4217 and 11, whatever. Uh, so, um, ideally, I would love to get for the best. And if we could do it, you know, I can always, I've done that before, you say, you can just do 4,000 a month, and it makes it look like it's smaller. So, uh, when we take the 4,000 a month, you know, trying to help you here, it, it normally we would look at these right here and say, okay, well, we've already had 6,000 in. And major repairs this right. month. Yeah, we wouldn't have had those six thousand if we'd done the forty-two hundred plan. Mm -hmm. You know, we had a compressor go out. That was twelve thousand that one month. Right. Uh, and and this is including the chiller. I, I wanted you to know that if you guys wanted to take out the chiller, we're looking at. I wouldn't want to. Uh, okay. Well, I, I didn't think no, so. But no, no. the chillers. That one. The chillers most of it. Yeah. You know. Uh, it's a 225 ton. So yeah, there's a lot of. That's the one that we need to keep. keep up. That's the most important yeah. issue. So, so on the chiller, it, then you could say, well, if one compressor goes out, I mean, you had that happen, I think. Mm -hmm. What's that run? You 15,000, 20,000, something like that. And I also got a condenser manometer just out on there right now. Was that what was out when I came last week? So just so call it 30. So with that right there, you know, that's three quarters of the year for the best program. And, and that's, that's turnkey on all the equipment, <laughs> you know. Uh, just think about all the other compressors that could go out and fans that need to be maintained and greased and coals cleaned. Again, it comes back to the overall building environment that you're trying to accomplish here with right. optimizing the, the airflow. Mm -hmm. Little things like hot break rooms are not nice to go into when yeah. you've been welding for 10 hours. Right. <laughs> right. yeah. um, well, normally, what I, so I'm happy to do whatever you want to do. What I would suggest is let me let's set up a meeting with the general manager and let me come and do exactly what I just did with him maybe a condensed version uh, that would be a suggestion because I, I can do I can do that or you know can you send some of this to me like email it to me or how do you guys normally do that I, I don't like to send it <laughs> uh, because A lot of times they'll just get their guys to go around and fix things and and or show it to the competition and say hey total comfort doing all this you know mm -hmm. can you beat this and, and and it's not i'm not worried about them but on the same token yes i'm happy to give all this to you normally normally i give it to you at startup and say 
this is what we're going to work toward. Let's put this in the file, and, and we'll check back in in 90 days that most of these are done and fixed and working. Well, but what I can. I'm happy to do whatever you want to do, Jeff. I would like to do the meeting thing. He's he's fixing to go to our headquarters um, tomorrow. I don't know how long his trip is, so I would have to figure out what his schedule is. Um, but I'm trying to get all this together. I know you um, want things up and running quicker than later. Yeah, and as opposed to just the the line items. Can I get just the pricing? Is that yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, that, that's not going to out. No, and I could also, um, if you're, if you want to see what the agreement looks like, that shows all the things we clean and everything that is laid out in that, I can set up the agreement for you know, give you a copy of the best and the better, so you can see what that looks like. If that would help you, as far as wording. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you don't have to break down any of the line items or anything like that. Because I'm going to verbally do it. Okay. And then also, I can you know, possibly set that up for him to come and you got to come in and talk. And I, you know, I, I want to reiterate that if you're talking, if you are getting other prices, you're probably going to see people offer a PM program around this number. Yeah. That, that same number is going to be. That, this program will be sold to you at this price, and what we like to do is it, it's simply a function of parts and labor. We all get our parts from about the same place, right. but it, when you compare labor hours, is it even possible to do all the labor hours yeah, on all these pieces of equipment? Yeah, we have a lot. They, like I told you, they make their money on the service calls. Yeah. And it, it, it's kind of like winning a government contract you get your you make your money on the change orders you know they make their money on the back end our whole model is set up to make money on the pm right. and do it right from the beginning and so you'll see all these labor hours going into the beginning yeah trying to get them clean right so we don't have things break but exactly. i just like to lay that groundwork because it's the truth i guarantee you you're going to see it around nine thousand, oh, yeah. and uh you got a lot of equipment it needs to be clean yeah it's uh you Back into it with labor hours, it's quite possible to compare. Yeah, that's uh, I got a technician right now. I'm sorry. Yeah, please. They, uh, I got a technician here working on one of our equipment. We've been having issues with. Yeah. Okay. He was waiting on part. Sorry. So we start our, our agreements the first of the month. Um, okay. But we're at a state. We're still at a point where we could backdate it to first of September if you need to get going. I know your other agreement lapsed, but if you want to set it up for starting fresh on October first, we can certainly do that too. Just for billing purposes, we started on the first. No, that will be fine. But uh, because I, I got, I have, I have that, I have compressors and stuff like that. I got to get started too. Whenever I can get it started, you know, I'll let you know on my end. Yeah. And what he lets me do. Um, well, do you, do you by chance, so that you can have some talking points, do you have any of these things that you want to share that I can put in the spreadsheet for you and put in the best program right here and show? I 
they said you don't have power bills and you guys use a ton of power so we don't have to worry about that but yeah. um, you know as far as parts and materials that you've had to buy or or major repairs if you looked at the last three years of major repairs yeah actually what i can do is uh, i'll get with joe which is my firefighter he keeps up with all that nice one and um you know parts and materials for hvac yeah i can kind of sell a basically a expense sheet of what we've done like in the last year or something like yep that. last 12 months and now at least you'll have a talking point yeah and say we're already spending, and that's the whole point of it, is you're already spending the money in these areas. It's just a matter of relocating, you know, yeah. reallocating it so that you're making the equipment last longer and not just throwing it at random repairs right. as they as they fail. Yeah. Um, well, that sounds like a plan, so Joe could help you with those. Yeah, I can get that. And I can well, he's a big help, isn't he? Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I knew it was when I started, it was funny. I got thrown in this. Backwards, backwards, rear end first, <laughs> with yeah. my eyes closed and everything. It was insane. I started here, I actually came here like three or four different times interviewing this room. Nice. Walked around the building. And I was like, man, because I've been in Target for 18 years. So it was a big decision. And they, you know, reached out to me because I had my stuff on, online. But um, when I came, the engineering manager, that interviewed me and everything. He had put in his notice a week prior. I was moving back to New York. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> he came in and said, oh, general manager pulls in his office. Um, yeah. Um, I can't remember his name now, but he said, yeah, he's um, put in his notice. You have one this last week. You're going to what? What have I done? The guy that hired you. Yeah, so... And the other thing is our CMMS system that we track all our PMs and parts and everything is a software identity of Mancore. So it actually has its own identity called OnRamp. It's OnRamp Solutions. So the owner's son has developed this. He's kind of a software guy. It's not really user friendly. I have no training on it. Uh -huh. I bet. When yeah. I came in, and um, so yeah, uh, it's been a challenge, and so I feel bad. It sounds like they listen to you, though. Sometimes I wonder. But I'm hoping, you know, with this, we can, you know, the company we have does pretty good for us. But I know he's he's big on getting multiple prices. So I'm, I'm entertaining that, but at the same time, I'm hoping to find somebody to do a better job. And um, obviously, I think again, I'm not going to check the but it, it, um, when you say get better, get more prices, is and I totally understand it. But is he trying to get the lowest price? Is he trying to get the best value? Is he trying to get I, a quality I think company? He just wants to make sure not, yeah, not get top it, you know, and just say, oh, we use this guy for the last twenty. Right. Kind of thing, you know, and that guy gets complaints.